Hey guys, thanks for joining us for another episode of the Detour Podcast. And we've got another special guest today on the program. No, it's not four-time national road champion, John Giroux. It's Hamish McKenzie, fresh off his <laughs> silver medal in the junior time trial yesterday. And Hamish, I reckon you'd almost set a UCI record for the amount of time spent on the hot seat. Oh, uh, yeah, it was uh, it was pretty grueling, especially uh, especially there all day and then get the, the last guy to... To, to beat me, but it was a uh, it was pretty cool to be in front in front of all the home fans and uh, yeah I was getting a lot of support uh, down the front there so time went pretty quickly but uh, it was pretty nerve wracking. If he yeah, look it was just sensational and and there's no doubt it was you were the fourth rider off so you sat there all day and to get pipped by the last rider but you always knew he was the man to beat I know and he didn't beat you by much so yeah, but always. You look back when it's that close, you know, not 19 seconds. You look back and think, oh, where could I have got that time? Is that the case? You're looking back now, dreaming about, oh, well, I could have done this or that? Yeah, I mean, there's a few, aren't a few sketchy moments in the corners. So, yeah, I'd say that was pretty much only it, though. I don't think I could have done too much more with, with my legs. I was pretty happy with how I felt in the day. So, um, but yeah, I just think he's he's just a standout rider, and he's been beating everyone all year by a lot more than what he bet me by uh, yesterday. So to come that close, I was I was really happy. So where do you go from from here, Hamish? We had Matt Wilson on the show last night. We tried to you know put some tags on you. You know, is he going to be the next Durbo or Plap? Or and he said, hey, he's just. Take it easy, mate. Like, let's just go one step at a time. But I mean, what, where where do you want to get to in, in your career? Uh, well, the dream is just to be become pro. Um, I feel like if I can make a living out of cycling, which is like my passion and something I really want to do, then that's that's the best result possible for me. But uh, as in for the the, the close future. Um, I'm still planning on being with Array for Racing Sunshine Coast next year, so I've got a I've got a good start to and end of this year, and then start to next year with all the racing. So pretty much just get as much racing in as and as much exposure in Europe next year as well. That's that's where I want to be. But yeah, end goal is to become become a professional. So if you turn 19, you know when do you turn 19? Oh, I only just turned 18 last week. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, there you go. Well, I remember I sort of got slightly involved in in, in you riding with, with uh, Bike Exchange back in, in uh, um, January at TDU, you and young Cam. Uh, and, and I remember you thinking you were fantastic there. So did that help you, that, that, that experience with the big boys? Did that help? Yeah. Um, are so down to earth as well, which which is nice, and that have I feel like having that Australian sort of culture team to start off with the professionals team was was pretty cool way to introduce introduce myself and Cam and I. So I think that's that's helped us. And going over to Europe this year as well, I got to spend some time uh, with the Yumbo development team. So. It was kind of cool to see how they all different differently structure because the European team to sort of the Aussie team it's a it's a lot different, but 
yeah, those sort of exposures is what I feel like I, I need and hopefully I can get more more opportunities like that. Um, that's that's what I, yeah, that's what I'd like to go. Not stopping you, man. I was just jumping yeah. in for the next question because that's one I wanted you to keep talking about that because that's really interesting because you've you, you had a little time with with, with uh, Mike Stone, Jayco at the start of the year, but then with Jumbo, who really have stepped up to be, you know, the leaders. You know, they, they're challenging Ineos now for, for the way they're doing things. So you touched on it was different. So what was the difference? Uh, well, for me, it was just the, the different culture. Like it's so much different. When they all the dinner table speaking Dutch, and I have no idea how to speak any other language other than Australian, so that was the first challenge. But um, yeah, it's just the culture, and they also their way of training was a lot different to, to how I trained previously. So adapting to that um, in such a short period of time was was quite tough. But yeah, what specifically was different with the training yeah. that you're used to. Uh, well, I was, I'm quite used to doing a lot more threshold sort of training and they do a lot more short, shorter, intense efforts or efforts that are below, like quite below threshold. So it was, they never really did any threshold sort of efforts. So it was quite different for me. Um, then yeah, also it was at a bit of altitude, which I'd, I'd never done before either. Uh, I've got a couple of live comments. Uh, the Wheel Wizard is pretty direct. He says, congratulations, Hamish. Would you have gone better with your power meter working? Um, it would have been nice. <laughs> it would have been nice to, to see the average. But um, to be honest, I feel like I got as much out. I emptied the tank completely. I feel like it was almost a good thing just not to have to look at the numbers and just focus on really focusing on the, the corners and then just getting the most out of how my legs felt rather than looking at the number and getting too concentrated on it because, yeah, when that sort of course, when the pressure's on with all the corners, you really just got to sort of focus rather than keeping your head down, looking at the numbers. Mm. Another live comment, Matt Crap. Matt Crap. He says, plucking awesome ride, Hamish did us proud. Uh, Jason Cruz says, miss the race. How did Hamish go? He's been filled in, obviously. <laughs> he wants to know, who's your coach and mentor? Uh, my coach is Matthew Gilmore. So I've had him for two, three years now through the TIS. Um, and he's he's here coaching the Australian junior team as well. So it's pretty special to have Matt uh, here coaching at my first Worlds. And my mentor, I'd say, always growing up, it has to be has to be Richie, being from the, the same hometown, um, and he's uh yeah he's done quite a bit for me, and then more recently I'd say uh, Luke Plapp as well. What what's the best bit of advice Richie Port's given you in the journey so far? He's a bit of a, he's a straight shooter. <laughs> yeah, he is, but I feel like uh, he always. Crack. He's going to have that attitude, that like, have that grit, that tazzy uh, determination, we like to call it. Um, yeah, he, he never had it easy. So, uh, yeah, just, uh, he never got things given to him easily. So, just having that, that tazzy grit 
um, and always having that with you throughout your career, I think that's probably the best bit of best bit of information he's given me. Well, we are talking of Tassie royalty here because you know you're a, a passionate Tasmanian Hamish, and you mentioned Matt Gilmore. For those who don't know, Matt Gilmore, the whole Gilmore family, uh, you know some of the greatest cyclists with his, his father Graham Gilmore was one of the greatest six-day riders of all time and racing in the same team with Eddie Merckx and you know got all those amazing stories uh and then uh, Matt Gilmore of course Olympic medalist world champion uh, one of the great track riders uh we've ever produced and rode for Belgium at one stage because because when dad was racing in Belgium he was born in Belgium so but he didn't make the Australian team so he ended up riding for Belgium and got a medal at the uh, Sydney Olympics for Belgium but he's back home in Tassie and one of our great coaches and the the, the Gilmore family just sensational so you've, you've got royalty looking after you mate so uh um you know putting keeping Tasmania up on top of that heap and who beat Gilmore in the Sydney Olympics I think they yeah, want us Scotty to mention McGrory, that Scotty yeah. McGrory, yeah. Yeah. So. I'm sure he'll, he'll mention it uh, at some stage yeah. <laughs> yeah that's right and they won quite a few sixes together too Scotty uh, and Matty Gilmore yeah, so they're a great team. Uh, Philip Russell Live says, great to meet you this morning at the art show. Iffy, I'm still feeling starstruck. You've got to be joking. <laughs> <laughs> you, oh, you're a celebrity you at the gong now, John. <laughs> I am. I've got to tell you, I have been absolutely staggered with how many people come up and say they love the detour from all different levels. Uh, I mean, TV producers, just people on the street. It's so... I think you've got to check your oh, numbers. Such a, I think it's such a polished show, that's more, why. We must have more <laughs> yeah. uh, 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 viewers than what you think. Because yeah, it, I forgot it, to carry the zero you know, on the on the figures. I um, think so. I think so. Enough about us, Hamish. Hey, so <laughs> with, the, with the emergence, we talk about this a lot on the show, the emergence of young talent you know, that are winning big races at such a young age, does that affect the young crop of riders that are coming through in terms of that belief? Well, if these guys can do it, well, we can do it. Do you feel that the the era of having to earn your apprenticeship is sort of starting to change, or talking to guys like Richie that instills the whole "Hey, mate," you, as you said, you don't get anything given; you got to work hard and and sort of look at the long game. I'd say, yeah, I'd say personally, I'm a bit more, I'm a bit more old school, so I still have that sort of mindset, like as you said, Richie, Richie says. But um, yeah, cycling is definitely definitely changing. So, yeah, a lot of guys are going, yeah, winning big races, becoming pro so much earlier. So it's hard not to sort of think that way. Um, yeah. For me personally, uh, I don't really think, yeah, I don't think I'm ready for that just yet. Um, I, uh, yeah, I haven't got that much exposure to Europe. So I think I definitely, yeah, I'd like to go develop a bit more before sort of thinking about uh, going that next step. If all the stars align, just one more for me, Johnny. If all the stars aligned, you know, a lot of riders have a goal of racing the Tour de France one day or things like that. What would be your ultimate sort of bucket list thing you'd want to tick off if you were able to go pro in, at, the, at the World Tour ranks? Yeah, I definitely, definitely say the Tour de France, but I'll say my favorite race is the Classic. So I'd love to, to do a full Classic season. Um, yeah, Tour of Flanders and uh, Paris Bay. Probably my most favourite races to watch. So, love to do a full classic season one day. We've got a Durbo here, Ify. We've got the next Luke Durbridge. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. No, he, 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 he got the talent. Now, I see that the, the, you've been stuck with the restricted gears and we, we had to go through, jump a lot of hoops to be able to get you off the restricted gears when you rode in uh, at Down Under. Um, now that they're going to change the rules for next year, what are your thoughts on the restricted gears and the, and, and the removal of them? Uh, personally, I, I've never liked them. I sort of get the idea for the younger juniors, but I think once you're in the under 19 level, um, as you've spoken about with the, the sport changing and us uh, younger riders going professional earlier, I think we're already ready to make that step. I don't really see the reason why we should be restricted, um, especially yeah in Australia this year, how they've restricted us to uh, using smaller gears in even national like level races and club races. Sort of, yeah, limits our ability to, to get exposure to or winning races and getting good results as well. So, yeah, I think under 19 level, uh, I'm glad it's changing. But I think, yeah, the, the under 15, under 17 uh, probably should, yeah, stay the stay how it is. Uh, a couple more live comments. Kim Dixon says, a pro team would be lucky to have you, Hamish. Good luck. Tom Maloney says, too right if either Gilmore is a cycling royalty in Flanders, but been around too long now i was in ghent when matt was born and now he's coaching the young ones and uh wendy superfan says g'day as well so uh anything else you want to fire at hamish before we let him go if he well you don't want to let him go because i would love because we're going to discuss uh if you've got a few minutes hamish to stay with you or if you've got to run no, I'm all good. Yep. Time. Okay, because if you want to throw the ad in, uh, we'll talk about what happened in uh, in, in in the team, uh, wonderful team, realised. I'd love the mixed team, whatever you want to call it. I'd love to to get Hamish's view on some of that because it was staggering stuff that we just watched. So, all right, deal. Thanks, we'll mate. Do that. We'll take Appreciate a quick that. quick drinks break when we come back. We're going to recap the mixed time trial. So stay tuned. Look at this bike. You think it's just a bike, right? But it's not. <clears throat> it's a bike. 374 people are looking at. This guy, this girl, them, all looking at it. People from here, there, and wherever this is. People that are looking for a bike. Or just a piece of it. Amateurs, semi-amateurs, and pro-amateurs. This guy wants this bike, but with this crank and these bars. This could be the perfect match, but not this one. This girl has a bike to sell, and thousands of people might purchase it. Eyes on Bikes help grow small businesses. His, hers, yours, and the latest data and insights help those businesses keep moving. We are the world's number one bike marketplace with over 500,000 products and 900 brands where buyers and sellers are brought together in a place where a bike is never just a bike. Bike Exchange, where the world buys, sells, learns and rides. Thanks again to our great mates at Bike Exchange. Head over to bikeexchange.com.au if you need a road bike, e-bike, gravel bike, mountain bike or any bike accessories. You're going to be supporting local dealers and you're going to be supporting a company that not only have supported the Detour podcast since its inception, they also support the Bike Exchange Jayco professional cycling team, John. So all that – just as you go into the ad, you heard that scream in the background? No. So that, that was – oh, well, that was that, because where I'm sitting up here, I'm looking out over the foyer as they're coming in, and uh, 
that was Georgia and Plappy walking in with their medals and everyone screaming. Oh, I thought that was screaming for you. <laughs> yeah. So I yelled out, you've got to be on the podcast tomorrow night, the pair of you. So they're all, they nodded. So I think we've got them for tomorrow night. Okay. Well, there you go. Now, you said just before we're going to recap what happened in the mixed uh, team time trial. Switzerland took out the chocolates. Uh, three seconds. It was tight over the Italians, but the Aussies, as you just mentioned, finished in third, 38 seconds behind. But there was high drama, John, uh, with the Dutch team. Yeah. Wow. Um, Mollema had a mechanical, and obviously uh, the big talking point was Annemiek van Vluten, who binned it not long after the start, and obviously not going long. into... There's the start, about, about 15 metres, I reckon. Yeah. And given that she's the favourite for the road race, a um, lot of concerns, obviously, you know, obviously... Uh, Welfare is number one, but if this will have any effect for Saturday. Hamish, have you heard what actually happened? It looked to me like a chain come off or she pulled her foot out. I'm not sure which one. If something happened, then she went sideways and tyre rolled and all that. Do you know? Have you heard anything? Um, yeah, it, looked, it was definitely an odd-looking crash. Um, not a very nice one, that's for sure. But I, I was just looking through Twitter just before I came on, actually, and... It seems as though she said that a, a front wheel, a front tyre has given way, I believe. So I think mm. that's a problem. Yeah, okay. It definitely rolled. I, I wondered if that was the that, that happened. Uh, to me, it looked like either change. But anyway, the front Phil- tyre exploded. Well, there you go. Philip Russell. Okay, so. thanks, Phil. Yeah, because I haven't seen a lot enough footage of it, I suppose. But that was one thing that... It begs the question, like, it is a, yeah, it's a fun event, different event, but if you've got the favourite going into the road race, do you think it's a, a necessary risk, John? No, it's not a risk. This is an important world title, mate. I absolutely love this event, and I'll tell you why, and I Rick, Rick and you agree with it, Hamish. The world titles are the one time for the year where the women and the guys, the elite women and guys, actually come together. And it might be other events where they end up in the same town or whatever, but they're not staying in the same hotel. They're not, but they come here as one team. And now, and to put an event on that really combines them both together, I think it's wonderful, one of the great events, of great new innovations of the world title. So I think it's I'm not, I'm not putting down and, the and event. I'm just saying, news, okay, they're so you listen in, mate. She's gone to, as Philip Russell said, she's gone to hospital for x-rays. You, you That's a bad luck. It's racing, your, mate. You, don't you, put all your, you put all your chips into the road right race. You tell that by the way. You and you want, to win the, you want to win the bands and you want to wear the world championship bands for the whole season. Whatever. So you don't and race for a week? Okay. Correct. If it was me, I'd that, say, mate. thanks for the you offer, but I'm not do doing it because I, I want to win the road yeah. race. Not going to do Whatever. it. Whatever. What better way to win the road race? You need hard training. This is the perfect event to ride. No, I'm not, not taking the risk. Sorry, you're not I'm out. There's no risk in the team time trial. There is. Well, she's crashed, so there was a risk. So what are you talking about? Because, not because it's team time trial, because of the bloody tire roll. That could have happened in training. Go on, Hamish, I want you to Pick a side, Hamish. You with John or were you with you me? Can, if you were out of meat, would you raced it or what What would you done? Well, Jonesy, I would say I would say would have raced it. Um, ah, I, yeah, I think shit. it's a. I think Glad it's a to... You're a bike racer. That's why bike racers <laughs> race. They don't think about oh, I won't. I might get hurt. You race. Uh, look, at, look at the men. Look, did you see who was in the Italian men? If you name the top ten time trials in the world, they would be 
Ghana, Sombrero, and Athena. They would be in the top 10 time trials in the world. And yet it was their girls that almost got across the line. They were actually, they, for that team, you would have thought would have been a minute in front of everyone. No, well, hey, Noel sends. He's live. He says, Dan, you're right. Anamik won't race probably. So, sorry, no, Noel agrees no, with me. No, and Will Wizard. Will Wizard says, you're totally not agree, right. Dan. No, I got oh, Will you guy, you're as weak as. Obviously, not bike riders, <laughs> either of you. Well, we cut Hamish off. He couldn't even finish because you cut him off. <laughs> so, just you, you come into a firefight on this show, mate. I've had a couple of dark beers. <laughs> so, but you, you definitely would have raced it, Hamish, on the whole principle of, you know, it's an amazing opportunity and why would you knock back the opportunity? Yeah, and I feel like it's Fleur's Guide's a good leg, op a leg opener for, for Sunday and for Saturday for women. Um, yeah, and why not? I guess in the when it's in Australia, it'd be nice to, to be in front of the home crowd. Mm. Well, Michael Matthews uh, Road, Vanderpoel Road, because it's a world title, mate. They want to win the world title. Jan Borden, oh, yeah, Jan. See, says, she's a race. Sorry, huh? Dan, it's a race, of course. Anamik Van Vluten would race it. Well, I think I think we're split. I think it's 50 50. <laughs> yeah, so. we're split between the races and the non races. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Well, then, what, what's on the calendar over the next couple of days, then, Ify? What have we got to look forward to? Well, the golf? I just thought we'd, we'd go through, through the, 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 the team, just a fraction there, because, um, yeah, Italy, who ran second at only three seconds, and it was an amazing ride by the girls more than the guys, even though I talked about those three uh, superstars. Uh, in, in the women, uh, Alisa Longo and Borgini, we know it's a good um, Ella Sassini and Vittoria Gazzini. They were the ones who brought it home and almost won, won the gold medal. Um, and then you know, the, the, the Dutch, of course, unbelievable bad luck. But so tomorrow we've got a day off. So Rest day. Um, rest day. Yeah. And, oh, and no it's, wonder you're on the beers. <laughs> and, and and it's a training day for you guys, Hamish. But the weather looks absolutely horrific. Um, so um, what, what's the plan? Zwift? Yeah, we're going to try and – we'll try and get out. <laughs> but, yeah, we'll play it by ear. We'll have to see. But, yeah, the next few, next few days aren't looking too good. It's definitely going to be a wet road race for us on Friday. That's for sure. So that'll be that'll be interesting. Yeah, one more day of uh, rest and recovery, and then it's go time again. What's the plan of attack for the road race, mate? How do you think it's going to pan out? Um, well, as a team, we've we sort of said that uh, in the juniors, it's always full gas from the start. So I really think it's going to be a race of attrition. Um, the climbs we've rode it in recon; it's super hard, super steep, uh, short. So I reckon it's just going to be. Could be a it could be a break that goes and then I reckon a probably reduced bunch may come across or uh, either either way it's going to be a very reduced bunch. Um, yeah, and this sort of course an an attack or breakaway could get could get away quite easily with with the corners and out of sight. So yeah, I think it's it could be uh, really interesting. Matt Wilson reckons you've got a good kick on you. You can sprint, so uh, no pressure. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> uh, a couple it's, more it's live a, comments, it's John. It's a great course. It's a great course because it, unlike Geelong, which had a, a hill, you know, 
maybe steeper, but similar. Uh, there were lots of flat sections where the race came back together. But as you well know, racing around there already, uh, Amish. Th this, they get to the top of the hill and then it's, the descent is, you know, you know, windy all the way down. So there's no way to come back. If you get 45 seconds, you're going to hold that down there. One guy, no problems. And then even all through, you know, past, around the beach, around the finish, it's all around the corner. Around, out of sight, out of mind, as they say. So there's not areas where they can come back easy. So it's an amazing, beautiful breakaway uh, course for sure. Mm. A uh, couple of live comments. We've got Jark C says, Van Art knew the risks. That's why he's saving himself for the road race. He didn't even do the time trial, which he... Didn't do it. Had nothing to do with the risks. I know yeah, exactly. 100% it was the risks. Uh, Philip Russell. Uh, also, a lot of speculation as to why Bling was in the team. He was there to win points for Bike Exchange. Jaco said Kate Bates for the there relegation. There are no points for Bike Exchange Jaco here. This is not a point. This is not a point effort. The this World is, Championships there is. What? You get points. You get points for road race, time trials. You get points for all of it. Didn't you not know go. that, John? I knew that. It's not, it's not, it's not a Jayco team. How can you do that? Yeah, you you still get points for World Championships. Okay. Right, so, there you go. That's how much I know. Yeah. Uh, and Tom Maloney says the same applied to Bling. He could have fallen, but the hit out seems to have been good for him. Well, he did it for the points. Uh, Kim Dixon says, I've been looking out for Iffy, but just saw Vinokurov instead. <laughs> so all the hitters are there. All right. I, I, I can tell you now that, that Van Aert didn't, didn't choose not to ride because of being scared of falling off. It, yeah, a team time trial is not an event you normally fall off in. It's just been bad luck. One chain come no, off. No, one but he didn't ride the trial. individual time trial. For that reason, it's not because they've been scared of falling off, because it was preparing for a different reason. That was for Avenipal was going for the time trial, he was leaving it alone. Oh, not okay. because he was scared he's going to fall off in the time trial. Right, pros don't get scared of falling off, they don't miss bike races all because I might fall off. Don't know, John. You, you talk a lot of rubbish. <laughs> I know you don't. <laughs> all right, what else do you want to fire at Hamish before we wrap things up, Johnny? No, it's just great to have you on, Hamish. I'd like to uh, um, hear your, your pick for um, – I won't put you on the pressure for the under-19s, uh, but on the weekend for, for the elite men and elite women, who's your pick? Uh, for elite men, I, I hope Bling. Uh, he's, looking, he's looking quite good. Uh, he's in good form. But, yeah, I mean, the obvious overall picks – have to be, yeah, Venna. I think he's preparing specifically for this. So, um, also, yeah, Remco, if he wants to, if he wants to go on the tack, I think it's a perfect course for him to, to try and get away. Um, yeah, I think there's so many, so many different people that could win this race, which is exciting. Just depends on how the race is planned out. So, that'll be interesting. Um, and then for the woman, um, I was gonna, I was gonna say Anamique with a late attack, but we will have to see how she she pulls up. Um, otherwise, uh, I'd say Balsamo for a repeat. Mm. Okay. Cool. cool. Well, it's uh, going to be a monster Friday, Saturday, and Sunday of racing. As you said, it's a day off tomorrow. It's a public holiday also because of the Queen's uh, funeral. So there'll be plenty out and about, Johnny, at the gong. Yeah. You no. <laughs> It'd be great. 
YouTube.com forward slash Detour Podcast. Thanks for your support, guys. We'll be back again tomorrow, and we're going to have, what, Plappy and George Baker. That's the plan. They said yes under pressure just then, but I'm sure we'll get them across the line. Um, Hamish, sensational, mate. Yeah, well, well done. A, a great ride. And I know uh, we've talk, been talking about the Tasmanian royalty, but uh, you're you're the uh, prince apparent, I reckon. So, uh, you know, looking forward to watching your journey out in the next couple of years, mate. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. No, uh, thanks for stepping into the detour boxing ring, mate. We appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Speak to you soon. No Good on you, Hamish. Take it Thank easy, you. Mate. Thanks, guys. Cheers, See mate. You, mate. Hamish McKenzie, he's a bloody superstar, Johnny. Yeah, lovely really young man. Uh, Ian Page goes, Dan, are you catching up with Poggy in the gong to renew your Tour de France bromance? Oh, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> if we can get a grab with the Pog man. And uh, Tom Maloney says, if he's right, Dan, pros love to race. Look at Alaphilippe. There you go. We'll give there Tom Maloney the last word. All right. Well, enjoy <laughs> the rest day tomorrow. If he enjoy the beers tonight, uh, say good day to all the, the cycling royalty that you're floating around yep. with. And, uh, yep. yeah, we'll be back again tomorrow. I just caught up, up with uh, Pat McQuaid, who used to be the president of the, of the UCI, uh, and he was in the background watching the start of the, of the, of the podcast. Uh, and I'm just going out to dinner with, uh, with, with that mob uh, right now. Pat McQuaid was actually on South Park. Did you know that? No, I don't know that. They, they, when he, and they took uh, the piss out of him when he did the Lance Armstrong announcement. Lance Armstrong has no place in cycling. They did the same thing. Oh, yeah. They did a South yeah. Park figurine of him. So, remember we had him on the detour? Remember he came on the tour to France and we had Daryl with us? And we were staying in a little villa in France. And there were, they were the, the fighting between um, the, the between ASO and uh, oh, the yeah. UCI was so bad at the time, he couldn't even, they didn't even want him at the race. So, he had come and stayed with us. That's right. He, he couldn't come and stay with the tour the to France. Telling him vet stories all those stories. Uh, all those stories. Anyway. Good times. All, good. all right, guys. We'll be back again at 6.30 tomorrow. Stay tuned. Thanks again for all the support. We'll see you then. Cheers.